Hello and welcome to the Race Dilemma podcast. My name is Drew Hawley and I'm here with my brother and co-host Daniel Sloan. This podcast is really about giving a voice to those people of a mixed heritage, initially within our own family whose racial background is not always obvious due to their pale skin colour and have found themselves to be at the centre of a personal race dilemma and at times having to prove their ethnic credentials in order to be heard. And of course we have broadened the conversation out into the many corners of some of the so-called problems of being from a racially mixed background. And if you feel you may want to contribute or have a story to tell and would like to be featured on an episode, please reach out to us on the Race Dilemma Podcast at gmail.com. And if you really like these episodes, please rate us and leave a review on Apple Podcasts and feel free to share with your family and friends. Hi and welcome to this episode of the Race Dilemma podcast. It's episode number six and really we wanted to bring a close and summarise the past five episodes including our own introduction episode which has been like the family season of the Race Dilemma podcast. Speaking with various family members, getting their thoughts and ideas on what it's like having a mixed race heritage. And it's been so enjoyable and eye-opening to speak with family members about something that we've never really spoken about. So Dan, how do you think it's gone? I think it went well. I think that I'm pleased with what they had to say. I think they were really articulate mm. and really forthcoming with their feelings about what it was like for them, what it is like for them. Um, I'm glad we started it. I'm glad we gave family members or some family members the opportunity to deal with those harboured feelings, if there were any at all. Well, it's almost like, you know, like you, you, we, we were talking about this earlier, speaking with Florence, you almost felt like actually this could be something that other family members are feeling. There could be other, you know, feelings and issues that other family members are feeling. So, we, you know, it was about giving a voice to them as well and bringing up something that maybe not, some of them have never, ever spoken about. Well, we spoke to other family members outside of the ones that we interviewed that, that came on the podcast. Although the feelings were there, the experiences were there, I don't think they ever had the chance or the opportunity to speak about them, mm. to articulate their feelings. I mean, that's a difficult thing to do, turn your feelings into words, and especially on a podcast. I think there's always going to be room for expansion with our family once once it all goes out, once they all listen to it in, yeah. you know, carefully. Yeah. I think there's there's going to be opportunities. I hope there are, there are opportunities because I think there are still stories to be told yeah. and heard, and, and, hers, I think, yeah. and I think it's important. Of the family members that we did talk to, they were interested to speak about their feelings, about how it affected them, if at all. I feel quite proud, really. Yeah. Yeah. That they came forward and had a chat with us. They were not afraid to do it. Mm. And I think we can all, we can expand on all of those episodes, those four episodes anyway. We can expand on all of those. Yeah, who knows? They might. Yeah, like you say, there's there's probably a lot more to talk about. Um, but I think it was good to initially start the conversation. Yeah, yeah. And thankfully now, your friends, my friends, people have found an interest in what we've been talking about and have come forward put their names forward on a, an invisible list. Yeah. 
to have a chat with us and possibly yeah. guest. Yeah. How do you feel so far? Are you pleased with how it's gone? I'm really, I'm like pleasantly surprised. Yeah. The response, the support, the love that people have shown us through listening to the podcast. I never thought that we would reach people, you know, people with all different backgrounds, our friends, our families. I never thought it would touch them in this way. Yeah, exactly. And it's not only people of colour that have come forward with race dilemmas. There was an Irish guy I was speaking to mm. and he said, and in conversation I happened to mention, I've, not, I've known him quite a few years, in conversation I mentioned to him about the podcast, he was interested to listen to it mm. and listen to it he did. When I saw him next, he was so excited, so excited. Really? Yeah, because it turns out that he's got a sister who had a diff different dad to him and uh, yeah, her, her father was a different ethnicity to his father they shared the mother mm. but he was so pleased to listen to the podcast so interested and contributed to to a conversation that i didn't expect to have mm -hmm. in fact he could easily guest on it he could easily guess on it and it was great because he was talking about his experiences as an irish well he's a londoner like we are but his experiences of growing up in the 60s and particularly the 70s when the irish got so much stick because yeah. of the campaigns and the bombing campaigns that were going on in London, you know. Yeah, so yeah. there's a story, a big story there. And it turned yeah. out I was pleasantly surprised at him being so interested and he, he was interesting as well, Yeah, you know. Yeah. So there's all sorts of branches that have come. It's all sorts of areas of conversation, topics that have come up yeah. because of this. And I think, you know, we didn't, it's not, we didn't do it for... Yeah, it wasn't gratuitous. We did we did it because we really wanted to explore. We really wanted to find out. And yeah, hopefully we can go on. Yeah. And yeah. we can keep it as interesting as it's been so far. Absolutely. I mean, you know, like I, I I recall conversations that I've had with friends and they're like, I never knew that happened to you, or I never knew that was something you experienced growing up, you know? That shame. Like we were talking about shame earlier. Yeah. And um you know, I think there is a lot of shame attached to growing up with with a heritage like like that. Oh, know? especially especially especially, yeah, sixties and seventies. I mean, oh, it's yeah, terrible. It was the it was the worst heritage to have. I think, <laughs> yeah. according I, to some people. Yeah, I mean, I I remember as, as as a kid, like when I was called certain names, I remember feeling so bad about it yeah like yeah and and at the time you can't you you know as a kid you you don't really know how to process the, that oh, feeling or so you just don't know what that feeling is but you're right it's it's shame it's you, yeah. you're made to feel shameful because you have this this other you know heritage or this part of you that is you know but of course for me certainly it changed when i started listening to a you know a certain Hip hop group called Public Enemy, you know that that there, it was about being proud of who who you are. So yeah, it does change. Yeah, yeah. That shame becomes being proud. Yeah. Yeah. But well, I wanted to talk about role models, you know, and I, just, I don't remember any role models. The only role model I, well, role model, yeah, the role model for me was my uncle Freddie, our uncle Freddie. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was my real role model. Um, but outside of that. Um, I can't remember anyone else that I would look up to and think, gosh, he looks like me, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. But I had a, I had a mate, um, he, he, he lived in Clapham, I remember, I remember his name, I, you know, 
black kid, or I, th- I think he was black. I think he was black, but very handsome, very handsome kid, and he had a he had a large afro, tall, slim guy, you know, mm. very good looking. This big afro, um, and I remember th- looking at him, thinking, "Geez, he looks like one of the Jacksons." You know, why can't I look like him? You know, the Jacksons for me were the epitome of style. Style, uh, yeah, smart, handsome, and they had their own TV show, and they yeah. could sing, and there was even a cartoon show with it. Yeah. And he looked like one of them. I thought, "Blimey, no one looks like me. Who am I going to look towards?" <laughs> <laughs> Who am I going to emulate? Yeah. You know, and I don't. I think, yeah, and I don't think there ever was anyone. I can't really remember. You know, yeah. no, that's interesting. But, yeah, and there was. Like, I can think of loads of examples like that. But you know, we get through it. We got through it, and uh, yeah, you know, it's fine, isn't it? But yeah. you find yourself, don't you? You yeah. have to. Yeah, you have to. But the next few episodes, hopefully, the people that we're going to talk to will have more interesting stuff that we can debate. Yeah. And we can move on. Absolutely. And onwards and upwards and all that. Exactly. Good. So we hope you've uh, enjoyed the episode so far. Please stay tuned for the next episode with Nali Shabo. And that's it from us. Until <laughs> <laughs> next time. Until next time. All right. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on today's episode. If you've liked what you've heard, please subscribe on your favourite directory. And if you've liked it even more, then please rate us and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Again, if you would like to be featured on the Race Dilemma podcast, please reach out to us on the Race Dilemma podcast at gmail.com. That's it from us, and we'll see you on the next episode. <laughs>